Welcome to a brand new episode of Techsplain by ITP.net, a podcast where we explore the latest exciting trends and developments in the tech industry. I'm your host, Adele Heronimo, the editor for ITP.net. Technology has undeniably enabled companies to innovate and thrive over the past few decades. However, in the last couple of years, due to the challenges in the global landscape, technology has also become a means of survival for organizations across industries. For some that have done it well, it also allowed them to explore new opportunities that seemed impossible before. Among the key changes that took place over the last couple of years is the rise of remote work. While this started as a necessity, it has now become a fixture in many industries as organizations seek to find a balance between flexibility and productivity. Now, although many companies are returning to the office and in-person events are making a comeback, the irrefutable advantages of remote working offers are driving organizations to embrace a hybrid approach. In this episode of Techsplained, I am joined by Sam Tayan, the head of Metup for Zoom, who will offer key insights into what the hybrid future looks like, its pros and cons, and the technologies that will make it a success. Welcome, Sam. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. So, Sam, to kick us off, can you just give an overview as to you know, how the work landscape looks like before and how it is today? Yes, definitely. Uh, so basically, I think, and particularly as we find ourselves obviously located in Dubai, um, the work landscape, I think, has changed immeasurably. Um, fundamentally, what's happened is your work, what you do, has now been separated from where you are. So your location, whether your physical location be a particular country or city, has for many people been now separated or whether you're in the office or in you know at home has now been separated from what they do um you know if we wind the clock back three or four years if somebody asked to have a meeting and you suggested to them a video meeting there was a there, there may have been a perception um you know right. what what is this you know why is he proposing a video meeting not driving for an hour and a half to come and see me i think that's changed now i think people fundamentally even as a first choice the expectation when you mm. say you want to meet is in fact to have a you know a virtual meeting that has become the default expectation and so has changed the world of work for many people i think also at the time like a few years back there is this stigma that if you request for a a video meeting people might think that you're not giving them enough importance or that you're lazy yes. <laughs> but now it's completely normal isn't absolutely it? yeah there was that kind of perception oh he doesn't want to drive he doesn't want to come and see me but i think it's become absolutely normal and people expect it um you know i bump into every day people here particularly in dubai who have businesses who were wholly in other countries mm. and still mainly operate in other countries and they feel as if they can run their businesses totally by video because of what you said, because it's now become acceptable. You know, when employees or colleagues want to have a meeting, you switch on the camera. And I think it's it's one of the biggest changes in the past decades in t terms of the world of work. Right. Yeah. So in 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 that light, before we dive any deeper, there's some interesting facts that I'd like to share about remote remote working. So. But um, I'd like to give a shout out to my co-host, Arya Devi, who usually does this segment in the podcast, but she is now on a very well-earned um, break. So we miss you, Arya. Hope you're enjoying your break. So um, the fact is, one of the major benefits of remote work is the opportunity to work from literally anywhere. 
So now it is estimated that there are over 15.5 million digital nomads who are mostly made up, made up of millennials and the Generation Z. And here in the UAE last year, actually, the government launched a remote working visa, which will allow a person to live in the UAE while they continue to work from uh, to work with their existing employer, whether they're outside the UAE. So, um, Sam, don't you think this really speaks for, you know, the future of working? Because governments are actually supporting this, supporting people to work uh, who are employed by companies outside the country to work in the in the UAE. Yes, no, absolutely. The the remote working visa is a great enabler, of course. Um, I'd correct you on one thing. I think, yes, certainly Gen Z and so on. But I mean, uh, you know, some of the people I've met in the past few days, or they are, you know, fifty plus my age. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, this this for them was a step which was now made possible because of the remote visa, and because of the fact that you really can conduct your business. It's not a niche use case anymore. And um, so with the advent or with the rise of remote and hybrid working among the, you know, the very crucial tools that became, um, you know, became pertinent in in the last few years is uh, are the video collaboration tools. So can you just share some insights as to how these tools have turned from being just a nice to have in the office into must haves today? No, absolutely. I mean, obviously, you know, I, uh, I know all about Zoom. And uh, certainly these have become must-haves. And we're finding things which used to be, you know, whether it be translation, whether it be closed caption uh, transcripting, subtitles, whether it be the ability to have lots of people on calls, um, the ability to, use, you know, to conduct video calls, maybe in places with low bandwidth, mm-hmm. you know, when you're on the go or something, maybe conducting them from your phone. Um, all of these things have become essentials. Um and, you know, you mentioned, you know, we, we, we all know colleagues who have been maybe traveling or finding themselves in airports and they jump onto Zoom calls and so mm-hmm. on. I mean, clearly, you know, that is can be beneficial in terms of getting getting business, getting things done. And um, so, you know, with the acceptance of hybrid working really um, continuing or um, or increasing. Can you just share some insights as to, you know, from your perspective, what does a hi- successful hybrid workplace look like? What are the key elements that are in it? I think there's several things which I think are, are, do add to the quality of the experience. I think, you know, we've talked often about the fact that you need to start to optimize elements of the hybrid experience for example whether that be you know where you're sat how you're sat the lighting taking breaks at the right time um, understanding that you know when you schedule meetings maybe um, not always scheduling formal meetings but having drop-ins and chats as well so using that hybrid infrastructure to get the benefit of networking and getting to know colleagues and getting to know, you know, whether it be customers or other companies you work with. Um, so there are various processes which can be optimized. You know, I've heard, you know, people tell me that they do, that they've changed from sitting to standing mm-hmm. while they do Zoom meetings. Again, um, in order to try and get the best out of uh, the environment. Hybrid, clearly, many people want to pop into the office from time to time to get that benefit of having a cup of coffee 
with a colleague. Um, I think that's important as well. The, the, the workplace is changing. So mm -hmm. the, the, you know, the idea of cubicles, people sat in cubicles, you know, you know down corridors and so on, is changing to the, the idea that the workplace is more about networking with the knowledge that you can actually get work done um, in other locations. So let's use the office in an optimal way to get colleagues to co-create. Mm. And um, so, you know, technology is at the core of, you know, the success of anything today, actually, especially as, you know, as organizations embrace more digital innovations. And I'm assuming, obviously, as well, technology is at the center of, you know, a hybrid, a successful hybrid workplace. However, organizations can't simply just embrace technology just for the sake of it. So from, so um, from your perspective, what are the key technologies that organizations should be focusing on in order to, you know, successfully um, implement or ensure the productivity and efficiency of a hybrid workplace? So you talked about productivity and efficiency. Absolutely. This is very, I, I'm using the, the term co create so mm -hmm. creating things together in a, in a collaborative environment and that's what it's all about it's about video collaboration there are key technologies which are really really important so um, obviously the, the video tools telephony tools mm -hmm. so be able to use you know calling people dialing people's numbers and things like that being able to conduct chat you know having team chats Knowing that this is all secure, that's very important indeed, because some of those conversations may be confidential. Sure. You know, they could be HR-style conversations or a chat with a colleague. So you want to have the confidence that it's end-to-end -end encrypted. I'm, you know, I'm trying sure. not to use jargon, but to be safe. Mm -hmm. um, so those things are very important indeed. So the core technologies, in addition, you also want to make sure that if you, as a company, you know, use call centers or contact centers, you can make best use of those um, integrated with your overall environment. So doing all that stuff, like if one person doesn't, ask, doesn't answer, you know, the call will go to the next person. Um, integration with tools that you use, like CRM, you could be using Salesforce, you could be using other tools. You, you know, it's important to you to see that these are all part of the same picture. And connectivity as well, right? In terms of bandwidth, like, Right now, um, you know, there are several companies who are making, um, you know, uh, leaps and bounds of innovation in terms of um, developing 5G technologies. So five, would you say that 5G would also be instrumental in, in future um, workplaces? Most certainly. And we talked about, you know, people coming and basing themselves in Dubai. And obviously that idyllic dream of sitting on the beach with your mm. laptop open depends on good 5G and, you know, I don't need to tell you that 5G is really good here. Um, and many countries in the world are deploying this super fast technology. I think when it first got rolled out some years ago, people were at a stretch mm. to justify, you know, the costs and so on. And, you know, we used to see videos about how you could download <clears throat> a Netflix movie in, you know, a few seconds rather than a few minutes. And people were wondering, is that that, you know, is that the use case really? And then we've seen, obviously, with video, that the use case is a very smooth, high-resolution yeah. video call. And that's something everybody appreciates. So, um, yes, I mean, it's a, it's a phenomenal enabler. And, you know, um, we've seen over the last couple of years, you know, how established organizations, whether it be enterprise or SMEs, 
um, how they have benefited from remote working models. But um, in terms of, you know, up and coming businesses like startups or young entrepreneurs, how do you see the hybrid future working out for them? Oh, it's phenomenal. I'll, I was at a large company here in the UAE and they had recently done a big IPO, one of the famous IPOs, which you've read about in the newspaper. And I met with the CEO, with the chairman, um, and he told me that their entire IPO process, which would have normally involved many flights to London, many flights to New York, merchant investment bankers and so on, all of it was done on Zoom. Yeah. And so as that applies to a uh, large organization doing a big IPO, it also applies to startups mm -hmm. that they can, you know, whether it be fundraising, whether developing relationships with uh, investment bankers, VCs, and so on. I heard on the radio the other day, there used to be quite a community of VCs and startups in a single area in the United States, Silicon Valley. And when you could, and that was somewhat limiting. Um, now, video means you can be anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really important. So I've seen companies in different types of the world, parts of the world, get more opportunity because they find it's a level playing field. The reality is, if I'm on one side of a city, say London, okay. and the VC is on the other side, I'll have a video call. If I'm in, you know, uh, Jakarta in Indonesia and the VC is in London, I'll also have a video call. It levels the playing mm. field. So it kind of just like cuts through the different bottlenecks, right? Time yes. differences, distances. Yes, and cost, because often... Yeah. You know, a lot of uh, small companies used to have to spend a lot of money on offices to show that they there we existed. They don't need to do that straight out. They can build up more gradually. Um, I'll tell you a funny story mm -hmm. um, that uh, recently a friend of mine was speeding and, and in this is in the UK. They have something called a speed awareness course. So right. in order not to get points and a fine, they make you pay for a speed awareness course. This used to be... 12 hours of extreme boredom sat in a classroom <laughs> learning about road safety. It's done on Zoom now. Oh, wow. So this person after they was dreading spending those 12 hours sat in a classroom after he got a speed awareness course, he now does it on Zoom. Again, it's efficient for the people giving the course, efficient for mm -hmm. um, different things. Um, I was speaking two days ago with somebody, a, a UAE startup um, that is in fact focusing on lifelong learning, what they call micro-learning. Again, if you want to do micro-learning, so people just taking odd classes and odd topics mm, to enhance right. their knowledge, how would you do it if you didn't do it on video? Right. And actually, um, to add to that, um, so my colleague, Arya, she's, um, she enrolled to a driving class here in, in Dubai. And usually as part of the process, you have to go through um, a theory, um, theory classes. So usually when I, when I had to do it, I had to like book a schedule and go to the driving institute to attend the lessons. And now she's doing it on Zoom, which is Absolutely. You know, very convenient. Absolutely, and yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine anything more boring than sat in a class <laughs> doing driving theory. But you do it in Zoom, you have a cup of tea with you. Correct, yeah. Yeah. Great. So um, another kind of um, buzz that's going on in the industry today is the metaverse. So... Um, you know, um, they're saying, experts are saying that the metaverse will impact uh, 
all industries, most industries, if not all. So in terms of the future of workplaces, you know, what, what role will the metaverse play in, in transforming the future of workplaces? So uh, first of all, just to clarify, in my title, you mentioned meta. The meta in my title is Middle East, <laughs> Africa. It's nothing, it's just coincidental that the abbreviation is the same. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously there's a lot of things going on in that area. Um, as Zoom, we have a development uh, with Oculus, so that VR, AR right. type of world. Um, and I think, you know, the good thing about technologies is always, you know, that there's always developments. There are always um, aspects which, um, you know, will always mean that the, the, the journey um, has improvements and develops in the future. It's difficult. You know, I'm not an expert yeah. on it at the moment, but I think, you know, it's something to look out for. Yeah, so it's definitely progressing. And, you know, you can see it like at some point down the line that will be the future. Sure. Right. And um, looking ahead in terms of, you know, the different technologies that will um, further transform the future of workplaces, can you share some insights as to what, what are the, the technologies that will reshape the future of work? Yeah, so I mean, I've talked about obviously, you know, uh, video collaboration, which is something, you know, at Zoom we're quite familiar with. But I think also other aspects, you know, uh, the, what we could call smart meeting rooms where you walk in, um, video engagement is there, um, working pods, small pods where people can, again, do video collaboration, use uh, telephony and other things like that. All of those things are going to change the nature of work. Um, the ability to uh, plan uh, your visit to the office right. um, yeah. and take advantage of key resources there ahead of your arrival so you know exactly what you want to do and do it with planning and booking. Uh, digital signage where, um, you know, messages um, relating to the availability of rooms and so on. So it becomes a much more dynamic environment. So the office is not, not something you walk into and just take your seat and do what you would have been mm. doing at home, but rather it has a dynamic collaborative role. Yeah, it allows you to engage with more people. And yeah. interact. Great. Um, do you have any final message um, to our listeners as to, you know, what they can expect the future will look like? I mean, what I would say is, you know, um, I think these are very exciting times, very interesting times. And I think, you know, what I would say to people is, you know, really take advantage of, you know, the tools and technologies, because I do think they can have a very positive, uh, uh, even life work balance and lifestyle um, advantage. Um, I think you only need to be stuck in a traffic jam for, you know, half an hour or an hour, and then you realize you know, we, we have been quite fortunate in being able to assist people in their working lives over the past two, three years. I think the best is yet to come. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today, Sam. <coughs> and uh, thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in to this episode of Texplained. Once again, I'm your host, Adele Ronimo, and we hope you learned a lot about what's in store in the hybrid work future. If you enjoyed this episode, um, please don't forget to tune in to the next one. Dexplain is available on Spotify as well as other podcasting platforms. Mm -hmm.